Live from Master Closet Studios, you are listening to the only podcast on the internet that's not talking about what their show is actually about. The Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And we're the Noobs. And this is their friend, Ethan. I'm the Extreme Noob. He's the Extreme Noob. He's never actually seen Doctor Who. He's not been watching along with us, but uh, he stayed overnight last night, and we decided to watch a movie. The movie is called Meet the Robinsons. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's it's actually been out for quite a while. Yeah. Um, I believe it's a Disney animated movie, and it yeah. deals with time travel. And so while we were watching it, I thought, you know, it might be fun. We're, we're between Series 1 and Series 2 as we're recording. Um, all the episodes haven't been released, but we're waiting. And so we're we decided, that. that's right, we decided it would be a, a fun idea to try and do, try and do an episode covering a different time travel story and see maybe how it kind of compares to time travel in Doctor Who. So this is Wibbly Wobbly episode number one. And so thanks for joining us. If you're watching us live, uh, we're glad to have you here. If you're watching us on YouTube later, awesome. And if you don't have any clue why we're talking about YouTube, you're listening to us on the podcast and we're glad to have you. So um, let's get into it. Corbin, what do we got? We're going to start off with a bit of a recap. Yes? Yeah. No? And I think Ethan was going to take away on the recap okay so the main character is lewis he is having trouble getting adopted he is a scientist he builds inventions uh and he's counting down how many times he isn't getting adopted so one day he goes to the science fair and he's trying to invent this machine and the machine t- takes people back into their past to fix things or do stuff and he's it trying recalls to recalls their memories right yeah yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah yeah and he's trying to go back into the past to see what his mom looked like anyway uh, there was this guy uh, who was good, the bowler hat guy, and he destroyed the invention. So when he did it, it didn't work. And then it exploded. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then he pretty much gave up on that. And then the bowler hat guy, after the science fair, took it to this uh, place. It didn't work because he didn't know how to turn it on. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. it also exploded there, didn't it? Uh, um, like so. yeah, like and then that. they and then they like just kicked exploded. them out or something. And then so. they were on like the roof, and the kid jumped off. Wait, no. So they were on the roof, and the bowler hat guy appeared, I think, right? And you're a little confused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so a guy shows up, says he's a time cop from the future. His name um, is Wilbur. His name is Wilbur. Oh, thank you. I forgot what his name was. And he um, tries to convince uh, Lewis that he's from the future. Um, and he's gotta, he's gotta go through with the invention because it's super important and blah, blah, blah. And don't let the bowler hat guy mess up your invention. Uh, they end up going into the future to prove that he is from the future. Everything everything goes wrong from there. Hilarity ensues. He tries to hide Lewis's identity, uh, from his family. Eventually they figure out, um, after a bunch of hijinks that he is in fact, uh, what's his name? Cornelius. Oh, and that his name when he's older? Yeah. Cornelius? Yeah, so- that he actually is, uh, no. you know, no. the, the younger version of yeah. himself who's who's part no, of his family. And it turns out he's actually Wilbur's dad. And uh, so then, all kinds of crazy So then a bunch of craziness happens where um, we have time travel back and forth uh, mm-hmm. where the bowler hat guy goes back. He uh, steals the invention. Yeah. He ends up invent. Uh, we find out that Cornelius invented this, this sentient bowler hat. Apparently. that's actually controlling uh the bowler hat guy not the other way around and that uh this thing basically has a plan to take over the world because cornelius kind of tossed him to the wayside as a broken invention mm-hmm. so they uh travel back and uh he he does that and then as he gets back into uh, 
uh, no, as he, he stays in the future, Lewis does, everything changes around him. And we get into yeah. like this post-apocalyptic nightmare of the bowler hat having taken over the world and he's mind controlling. Uh, yeah, no bubbles that time because bubbles are clean. They yeah. clean with stuff. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so he goes back to the past and decides that he's never going to invent that bowler hat. So the bowler hat evaporates. Yeah. Uh, like, and I'm then, never going to invent saves the day. Yes. And that's, yeah, that saves the day. So they go back to the future. And when they go back to the future, it's still, it's still everything is like, yeah, everything is washing clean. And there's these like bubbles that appear, yeah, around you know, all the buildings. And yeah, so those totally weird things that eat people to fix it and stuff. It's just time yeah. bubbles. Oh, we, <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, the, the uh, living gargoyles from Dr. Yeah, Who. The gargoyles. Uh, what were those things called? They had a horrible name. Reapers, I think. Is uh, it Reapers? Something, something like that. Something like uh, that. Somebody, <laughs> somebody will let us know, I'm sure. Yeah. And so uh, everything is kind of fixed. And so um, he ends up meeting his older self and basically it's gets against in, the rules, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's definitely against Back to the Future rules. You don't want to know too much about your future self, um, but we're going to get into that. Don't get into the rules yet. Okay. And uh, he goes back to his present, uh, he thinks, but then his, uh, his son takes him back to meet his mother. And then we see that yeah. he ends up doing some of the things that we saw in the opening scene where it was just the mother. And yeah. then goes back forward, cool. yeah, into the present. Yeah, and like everything, he's, everything he's unfolds. Yeah. He gets adopted, yeah. and he meets his family, and he meets his future wife yeah. while they're like nine, <laughs> 12, 12, whatever. And um, yeah, uh, and we actually saw the like, no, because like, about to yeah. yeah, we saw the right. we saw the musical frogs. Because right. yeah. yeah. in the future, the frogs yeah. are singing like Frank Sinatra. And so she's training these frogs, and he thinks that it's a great idea, and so they fall in love at the age of twelve. Yeah. Yay. So, uh, so that's the that's the gist of uh, the movie. That's a, a not so quick rundown, but there's a lot of beats that we got to hit so that we can talk about I know. it. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Corbin, what do you got in your notes here? There's a lot of things wrong with this. First of yeah. all, okay. Here we go. Before we get into that, the reason for the episode is we want to talk about how they did time travel. What were their, their rules for time travel? Did they get it right? Did they follow their own rules? Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's two basic approaches. Basically how well. Did yeah. It did they? Down. Yeah. Because nobody gets it right. Uh, there's a movie called perfectly. Primer that everybody says actually gets time travel right. And I'll be honest with you. I watched it and it, pff, I need to go back and watch it about five more uh, times to see okay. if I got it right. But um, there's two basic sci-fi approaches. To, yeah. There you go. Two basic sci-fi approaches to time travel. The first is um, what they said on Lost. Uh, the guy says, whatever happened, happened. In other can't words, change you it can't change it. If you go back and you do something and that sets in motion other actions, that's the actions that you remember. So yeah. it turns out that you caused it all along, you know, um, mm -hmm. in, in Lost. Spoiler alert, like you know, this, uh, this person gets shot. And then when he, you know, when the other guy goes back in time to try and save the person, he ends up causing the situation where he ends up getting shot. Meh. So um, whatever happened, happened. You can't change it. It was always that way. That's not the view of this movie. No. Uh, the second way of approaching it is that you can change things, right? This you is the back go, to the future yeah, approach. You can, like, go back into the past and change it to where the future will be different. Right. But so, now you always end up with everything being almost exactly the same. It's way yeah. beyond my comfort. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one of the elements wow. of that is um, that you can you can you can go back and change things and either it changes everything instantaneously including you 
So a la time cart, time cart, time cart, <laughs> the guy gets kicked in the face and immediately the scar appears and it's super cool. Or you can have the, again, the back to the future approach where it doesn't impact him immediately. He's kind of yeah. living outside the timeline. When he goes forward, he doesn't remember all the changes. He doesn't remember the fact that his parents ended up rich and that yeah. Biff is a, is a, is a loser. He doesn't remember any of that. Uh, because he wasn't affected by the timeline so um which also time cop does because they don't get it right either so uh so they took the approach in the meet the robinsons of of more of a you can change the past you can change it but kind of not i want to say you want to really yeah yeah in the end they don't want it to be different they want to they want to go back and fix it because that's the other thing you can change the the present for the good or the worse and blah 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 so corbin um what did they get? Okay, based on those rules, you can change the past, and it may or may not impact you immediately and directly. Did they get some things wrong about time travel and cause and effect and effect preceding cause? And I think one of the biggest things that they got wrong was when he woke up Goob at the baseball game. He catches the ball, yet somehow he still remembers everything that took place in that movie yeah when none of it should have happened in the first place if he right. wakes up goob you yeah know? yeah if he, he wakes up goob then he, he wouldn't have goob, known which, to wake which up which means goob. that he doesn't go down his his uh pit of despair and come up with the plan to steal the time machine so everything that happened in the movie wouldn't have happened also um so near the beginning uh, door 15, I think was the helper hat's name, unscrews part of his project, and that's what makes oh, it yeah. explode and all that. Yeah, that's what the Bowler hat guy calls him Doris. Yeah. Did we ever see door 15? I don't know. That's just what Fun the website fact. says. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, what, so anyway, but unscrews part of his invention and it goes nuts. He says, okay, I'm never going to create you. Then he literally wakes up Goob. And yet when he goes back to the science fair, all that damage was still there anyways. Yeah. You know? The, his science fair project had already exploded. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Like, it would have worked perfectly if the thing hadn't been unscrewed. So it's just like, it makes completely no heck? sense. I didn't nope. even I didn't even catch that. I know. You know what I thought the biggest mess up was? Okay, what's that? So when he said he wasn't gonna invent the bowler hat robot thing, it disappeared. Like it's gone from existence. Yeah. yeah. So blows away with the wind. That would have never uh caused a goob to find a way to ruin kids' life. Yeah. Right. None of that would leaving there no place. way for uh Wilbur to come to the past with the time machine, giving no chance for the kid to go back into his past to see his mom and yeah and we'll come back around to why that's <laughs> why that's a problem that I, didn't, it was never there yeah i think basically the biggest problem with this is they're like oh yeah you can change the past and stuff but when you do for some reason everything still stays the same basically yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's like anything that's happened stays happened even if you change what caused yeah. it to happen so it's like it's very you can, confusing you can change the past but it always ends up the same way right like what's the point in that kind of a star trek uh <laughs> 2009 fate, <laughs> fate kind of thing all right so let's take a look at some of the other notes so we said that uh 
Return. Okay, yeah. So when he told the bowler hat, I'll never invent you, and it blows away doors, door 15, whatever. When they go into the future, it's still the post apocalyptic thing, but then the bubbles come yeah. in and wash yeah, it all away. Like, so, the yeah. Hell? Yeah. So not only did it not impact the fact that the whole movie shouldn't have happened, <laughs> but they go into the future and it's like it still happened, but not yet. Right. But, you know, it's we got to wash it away on camera when the main with characters bubbles. are there. Yeah, with bubbles, bubbles. with bubbles, just scraping away yeah. all the bubbles. Um, oh, Corbin pointed out about yeah. telling the bowler hat. What was that? Yeah. Instead of, instead oh, of just, instead of just being, instead of having to go back to the past to the bowler hat and say, I'm never going to invent you, should have just been like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't invent that bowler hat. And then everything would wash away right there. You just wouldn't even have to go back in time. So here's why did they do that? Why why did he have to say it? Because to if, be dramatic or whatever. Or no. Or, to make to it like, a movie. Yeah, to make the audience know. Because like exactly. he's just like sitting yeah. there thinking it. But he still could have just been like, you know, hmm. maybe I shouldn't have created that bowler hat. Hmm. Yeah. So to there's a, a there's a book by Isaac Asimov called The End of Eternity. Um, that does exactly what you're talking about. But the, the difference is, because it's a book, the narrator tells us what he's thinking. And he's, he's, yeah. he's wrestling with <clears throat> whether or not to make this change that would erase a bunch of stuff in the future and change the course of the world and everything. Yeah. And the, it says that the moment that he resolved in his mind to do it, the time machine behind him disappeared because time travel won't end up being invented in the, in the story. Um, spoiler for Isaac Asimov, 60-year-old novel. I've been trying to read that for a little while. You have? Still haven't done it. Right? Yeah, you gave me like a year ago. Oh. I barely made it through the first few pages. My bad. Um, yeah, that's like My 60 bad. years old or something like that. So I'm not going to feel bad for that. I'll try not to spoil the other uh, movies stop. that he does because he's got other time travel stuff too. All right. Um, oh, um, Trip, you talked about him touching uh, future self. Yeah, the future self touched the past self. Are you talking oh, about Why is that a problem? Are you talking about Goob or Loose? Because if you yeah. touch yourself. Wait. Goob touched himself when he was giving him the Yeah. Like, lock all those feelings up. Don't oh, let touch him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. like, he was like, not, he got dangerously close. Yeah. So why is that a problem? Because mm -hmm. that was not in their rules. There was nothing wrong with that. It just causes like a paradox. It will break what down. Are we talking about? Apparently, Remember what this show Who. is usually about. Yeah, there you go. Apparently in Doctor Who, if you touch your younger self or some crap like everything. that, it changes it everything. Eat you. Yeah. What the monsters get in and they... Oh, right. Because, yeah, it made it easier for the for the Reapers to get in or, or whatever it was. It caused, um, like, a ripple in the space-time continuum right. or something. So, speaking <laughs> of Time Cop, uh, as we were earlier... I told them that in Time Cop, the same matter can't occupy the same space. There's all kinds of problems with that rule, but they established that as a rule at the beginning of the movie. And so what ends up happening is, of course, the only reason that they set up that rule is because they were going to break it. And so yeah. somebody touched his past self and they turn into just like a pile of quantum goo that slowly <laughs> just disintegrates and it's gone. And it's the best scene in the whole movie. <laughs> Um, Watching right. someone get turned into literal goo is your favorite part of the movie. Yeah. It's horrible. It was amazing. Yeah, but that, is a that and when Jean-Claude Van Damme does the splits on the kitchen counter. It's amazing. <laughs> it was his thing. He had to figure out a way to do the splits in every movie. And that's how he did it in that one. And the guy electrocutes himself as a result. <laughs> Spoiler! All right. We're really going to so, have to see this. Corbin, you said something about um, taking his wife 
along. Oh no! To, what? Was Why did it take his um life to realize so long to realize who he was? You know, like yeah, Wilbur puts a hat on him so that he doesn't notice that <laughs> no. his hair is you know this crazy hairstyle. This crazy because apparently this he guy is wearing the same, same hairstyle hair. at the age forty two that he did when he was twelve. Also, <laughs> like same clothes and stuff. Yeah, the same yeah he's wearing blue pants and a red shirt it in both time frames. Glasses. He literally stuff. had like the same like, glasses. Yeah. I mean, people would have those like size because if he didn't, they would be like, uh, yeah, right. They are, they're no joke carbon copies. How do you not realize who this person mm -hmm. is? Not only carbon copies, but she met him at that exact I age. Know, she meets yes. him like a day later you in, in a subjective less, time. You know what's less than that? <clears throat> like the kid, when he it was a couple uh, of hours knows that, that when he's at the science fair after the one where it actually works, he sees his future wife yeah. with the frogs mm -hmm. and he like knows that that's going to be his wife right. and that she's yeah. going to have those frogs and they're going to sing and all that. And right. those two it, people don't even look similar. So how did he figure that one out? Yeah. Other than the whole Frogs thing. It's kind of obvious. He's like, you are always right. Yeah. How did he meet absolutely every like he met his know. whole this family? Like, this was the most science important fair. science fair in all of time. Because not only he met does his it change, adoption parents. He met his adoptive parents. He met his wife. He invented something that changed his life and the world. Yeah. You know, like this was an amazing science fair. It's a good thing Inventco um decided to to sponsor that thing and, and show up. Um and the, and the big bulky gym coach was there because otherwise <laughs> this wouldn't have happened. You know, it was his gym. Who was that coach in the uh, It was his gym. So um, let's see. We also, son, the reporter oh, was the superhero guy, remember, that delivered the pizzas? It was? That was the reporter. Was it really? Yeah. Was it? Mm -hmm. I didn't even yeah. Are you sure? The reporter, he's like, I want an interview. It certainly interview. had the same It looks like it. And it definitely had voice. the same I hair. Thought, I, thought, I thought the PE coach was the uh, superhero slash pizza deliverer. No. Kind of no, like, a little too I know. No, it's funny how it's like. giant oh, guy, oh, oh, oh. and he says, he just... works out. Was that the kid that did the volcano? Oh. That's oh, what I thought. Oh, that's what have been That's funny. what I thought, but they didn't say it. I, I kept waiting for him to, yeah. to like reveal that was who that wow. was. I don't know how they would have, you know, say, "Hey, did you work out?" I don't know what what would have. This is like if they had said that, that would have been. This is like completely uh -huh. off topic, uh -huh. but the bowler hat guy he went into the past, took a dinosaur, brought it into the future, and left it there. I know. Yeah, and it new pet. Like fix <laughs> the pet. You I wonder if that's how they got the octopus. If he runs too, he can make a whole. I wonder if that's how they got the butler. So almost as big as the T Rex. So yeah, yeah, attacks the T Rex. So you know, if if the Simpsons taught us anything about time travel, it's that if you step on a butterfly, uh, you come back to the future, and everybody has three eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Crazy, crazy episode. I think that was a, a, a Halloween special, but they took a T Rex out of the timeline. You know how many how many little little baby dinosaurs not baby dinosaurs but little dinosaurs survived as a result of that and what impact did that have on you know the course of all events? I didn't even forward. think about that. It's you just know, it's like really shocking. I'm always thinking. I just not thought of that. You know the little girl with the frogs? The frogs mm -hmm. are still alive in like what forty years? Oh, yeah, it's the like same frogs. I assumed it was not the same. Frog. I'm pretty sure it's the same. Frog. I assumed yeah. she kept training well, like successive generations of frogs. Well, that could work. How long they live? Could Consider that the fact that, is that the little girl had something I mean, they were so amazing it had to have taken years to get a frog to that level of musical talent this is true this is true um oh we talked about um 
that the sun, uh, when they when when things start changing in the future to the post-apocalyptic nightmare yeah. thing, that like, Wilbur like <sighs> yeah blows away yeah, in the like... wind and disintegrates, which uh -huh. is existentially horrific if you think I about know. it. Just like I'm 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 in existence. Molecule by molecule blow apart. Um, a la Morka, by the way, that was kind of horrendous oh, the other on Star Trek Discovery. Um, so he gets completely just obliterated from existence. But when Lewis goes back, he fixes things, he comes back, and, and the bubbles are cleaning everything out. Wilbur blows back into He's existence. He's the only one that didn't come in a bubble. Huh? No? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't. It's not the, the Star Wars wipe uh, with the bubbles. He actually, like, you know, blows, blows in and reforms. And then immediately upon reforming, goes, Oh, you did it, Dad. So, one, he retains all of his memories. Yeah. And two, he doesn't go, You ceased. I'm I stopped alive. existing for a little bit there. Like, I know. I'm alive. Not just, Dad. The, not just like the doctor where he was dead no, for he, a bit there. He, he acted, didn't exist. Yes. He acted like nothing happened. He's like, You did it. Good right job. On screen, buddy. I know. You did it. And yeah, he's like, hey, good job. Like, I just got back from lunch, you know, but he <laughs> literally didn't exist for a little while. And he's not having like a, an existential crisis gonna, of going. It wasn't just a little while. He <sighs> was, he had to have been like at least 12 there. Yeah. So basically he didn't exist for 12 years where he should have. Uh, and, and he doesn't go, you know, dad. Where was I? <laughs> you know, like while I was not existing, Actually, what happened? What happened? We just go. Well, I'm glad that's over. The weirdest part is how do you know? He came back to existence right then, not like twelve yeah. years ago when he was born. He came back to existence. But wait, where? Where? That's true. That's true. Wait, it was in the past. The huh? Wait, was it in the past when he went? No, no, no. It was it? He was in the future. Was in the future yeah, when, he, when he blew away and when he blew back. Yeah, okay, then. So, but Corbin's saying, like, it's almost as though he didn't exist for those 12 yeah. years. And then came and back all right of a sudden then. Oh, yeah. So, I, um, gosh, there's a... No, wasn't there's he 13? He was 13. Yeah, he was, some, yeah, he was, he was some age. Because he was older. Like, no, remember, yeah, he said, older, I'm 13 oh, yeah. and you're 12, so I'm older like, than you. And but I was born in the past. But I was born in the past. I'm your dad. So there's a movie... Flight of the Navigator. What? That's what it is. Oh man, we gotta watch that sometime. Flight of the Navigator. Um, this this kid ends up on an alien mm -hmm. ship and goes off traveling um, and everything. And when the ship goes to bring him back, <clears throat> it accidentally, a la Doctor Who, ends up in the wrong time frame and brings him into the future um, by bringing him back like uh, twelve years later or ten years later or something like that. Wait, and so in he goes to the future twelve years later. He the the ship brings him back twelve years in the future. Oh, so they go they go traveling through space much. and time, and instead of coming back to uh, his present. present where they left, he yeah. comes back accidentally twelve years in the future. Oh, okay, that's oh. right. Well, it's, so essentially, what happens is he time travels twelve years in the future. Yeah, on accident. But you know, so like in Back to the Future, when he travels into the future, he meets his future self, yeah. and when. Lewis travels into the future. He meets his future self in Flight of the Navigator. When he when he jumps forward in time, he wasn't there. So when he lands in the future, he's been missing for ten years. Well, that's how it should uh, work, anyway. Exactly. And so, like, that's what happens. So ten years who, later, uh, 
when they return. When, when Rose, episode, when they come back a year later with six, Rose, right? she's Aliens been missing. Yeah, she's been missing for, for a year. Yeah. And that's what happens in the movie so that when he shows up in the future, he's been, like, he's been a okay? missing child for, for 10 years, but he hasn't aged. So his parents find him because he he runs back home and his parents are like, where have you been for 10 years and why are you still 12 or whatever? <laughs> he, like he should have been like a grown man by There's... then and he's still a little kid and they're like, why are you still 12? And I, I can't remember if he ends up going back. I think he maybe goes back. But like that's what should have happened in Back to the Future. They, yeah. they jump forward and he's been missing the whole time yeah. until he corrects the timeline yeah. by going back. So. There's some movie, video I game, I think it's Overwatch or something, oh, I don't yeah. know, something like that happens and there's this, like, prototype, super fast ship that time travels a year or a month or something like that into the future, mm -hmm. and she wasn't there the entire time, right. the pilot, so she's been missing for like a full year, right. and then she suddenly comes back. Oh, so she's there, yeah. Yeah. You know, what were you gonna say? The funniest part that I thought was in the movie was when uh, Boob, the future self, mm -hmm. comes into the past self's room. Well, the cousin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's Confusing like, stuff. knock all of those feelings up. <laughs> Do not let them come out. Yeah. And just pull them up in a big pile of anger. And just yes. And then he touches him. He's like, like, I thought. I thought the present self would be a little bit scared. There's a, little a bit man, creeped out. Yeah. a man crunched yeah. over with a bowler hat, just putting their just, arm around him. Just like, like spindly looking what, old man. What you said they just earlier. Just had like crawled in through his window. Yeah, what you said earlier. It's like this dude just crawled into your window <laughs> in your dorm room in an orphanage, looking for your roommate, and you're not the least bit suspicious. <laughs> you just, like, he's like, you just yes. opened your bedroom door, and there's a creeper in there, and you're like. I'm going to put my steak back on my eye. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, gosh. All right, so they got a lot of things wrong. Yeah. They got one thing right, but they got it right by breaking their own rule. <laughs> yeah. uh, so their rule is you can change the past. However, the yeah. opening scene, we see a woman carrying a baby. She goes up to hey. an orphanage. The baby is a.k.a. What is his name? Lewis. Lewis. We yeah, find out it's Lewis. Lewis. Um, she goes up. She hears something behind her, so she kind of freaks out. She sets the baby down. Cuts then the we cut, cut and inside. Knock on the door. And the the um, lady who runs the orphanage comes out, finds the baby, brings him in, and then we flash forward, and it's Lewis yeah. at twelve years old. Um, when Wilbur takes Lewis back to the past Gosh. to see her, He's he the one that starts slept. walking up the stairs to like tap her on the shoulder and say hi and see her and everything and stops and it stops wait you look like he my baby he notices Aww. he notices if he does that it's going to change the future or something yeah. like forever well he no, it's, it's even it, more that dangerous. that's true but it's yeah. happier than that it's i already have a family so i don't need my mom um <laughs> so when you put it he, that way that's what he said he said i already have a family he didn't say i don't need my mom that's what he implies. That's what he implies. So what he does is he he starts backing away, and he slips on the stair. Yeah. So that's the noise hears. that we heard that startles her. So she sets the baby down and then leaves. Runs off, and that's without when knocking Lewis, on the door. Yeah, Lewis comes he up and he knocks up. on the door. That's knocks when it's skipped to the inside. So right. it turns out Lewis actually knocked, knocked on the door. The door time. The first time. Wait, the, watch. Uh, so I thought I'm about watching. This. <laughs> I can't wait. I thought about this during breakfast, and so the bowler hat guy. If Lewis said he would never invent it, 
there would be no way for uh, Goob to find a bowler hat to find a way to destroy Goose's life and leaving you know, no problem at all. So right. the guy, yeah. the wait, Wilbur wouldn't have the time machine to. Wilbur so, wouldn't have to take the time well, machine. Yeah, he right. wouldn't have to go back into the future, giving there no possible way for him to go back into the past and to slip on the right. stairs. And there's, I, I hate movies that in the end the movie didn't need to happen. Yeah. And this is one of those movies. It's not always time travel. Um, there's a theory about Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark that um, that whole movie, Indiana Indiana Jones turns out to be completely irrelevant to that movie. Go Google that one. Um, but <clears throat> it just didn't even need to happen. Uh, the titular character didn't need to be involved. This is a time travel movie where in the end, none nothing of it happened, happened really. Nothing, yeah. yeah. Nothing changed except for the whole point of the Lewis entire movie character. was to see the first and last scene. <laughs> like, yeah, and explain just... the mystery of the noise that we didn't think was a mystery. It's like, it's a two-minute flip. Instead, they put a lot of random stuff in the middle. The and turned it into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was an animation sample. It was a college-level yeah. uh, animator's final project animating a scene of a, of a woman dropping a baby off at an orphanage that they shoved a movie into <laughs> in the middle of. Um, that's fantastic. So, but that's the thing is, is it kind of, yeah, it erases everything, but we do have on the, on, again, on the bookends of the movie, if it happened, it happened where they break their own rule yeah. about changing the past because he always slipped well, and made that noise. Yeah. He was always the one that knocked on the door. Now, the one thing about that is it doesn't matter. Well, the it thing is, specifically chose not to touch his mom yeah mm -hmm. so i think that might that he always chose not to yeah. touch his mom on the shoulder yeah so maybe it still was oh he could have changed it he just didn't right you know so again because it it always happened if it happened you know whatever happened happened if it always happened then that means ethan that it had to all the other stuff had to happen. Yeah. Well, then they messed up there. Wait a minute. It all makes sense now. What? They didn't break their own rule. In the end, when you take the two bookends, whatever happened always happened. Yeah. So in order, in, in order for him to have been there the first time, the you know the first, the first time, time always, yeah. and it couldn't change, he had to have been able to time travel there. And in order for him to be able to time travel there, all the other stuff had to happen. Yeah, he Even has though, to have it. So he just, he just, no, wait, he destroyed, so the, he destroyed the bowler hat. Everything was supposed right, to happen. Right, but that had to happen. That but whole series of events to had to happen in order for him to loop back onto his own timeline so, and be a part of that opening like, scene. Okay, yeah. So maybe in the past, so, said, I'm never going to invent you. It goes away and then turns out in the future, he invents it anyway. So everything he doesn't remember something that he, when he was 12. Everything we thought about this is just completely wrong now. I do not. Now I'm it. depressed. He doesn't he remember not he to destroy. And that's why he built the hat. He doesn't remember not to not. Build well, okay. The hat. So you also have another thing with with time travel movies where effect can precede cause, right? So so all the things that happen in the present. So cause and effect. Right, hmm. you do something and it produces a result. <clears throat> With time travel, it can be the other way around. Effect can precede cause, a la Star Trek Voyager season one. <laughs> so, what happened here is that the effect of all the events of the movie 
is that he was able to be at the beginning of his life at the orphanage, right? So the effect preceded the cause. Now within mm. inside the book ends, right? Yes. Of the of the scene at the beginning uh, slash end of the movie, all that stuff within there, the the effect that uh, he ends up meeting his family and, and you know and, and and he decides that he doesn't need to look past. He can keep moving forward. All that effect mm -hmm. was preceded the cause for all that that effect precedes the cause because all those things happened in the future right so you have this you have this loop yeah so you have him starting at the beginning uh as a baby right he moves forward and then at this point at this point he leaps through the 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 yeah that time loop in order to loop all the way back around and then come back to the present to get adopted Wait, well, but see, that's the thing. His actions there didn't affect anything, unless him knocking on the door saved him from getting pneumonia and dying of exposure. <laughs> <laughs> she left him on the doorstep Wait, and didn't even. Well, die. if he hadn't been there in the first place, she probably would have knocked on the door. So yeah, because if, if he wouldn't have, if he wouldn't have slipped, <laughs> then there would have been travel. no noise. I know everything you just did was completely useless. This is a movie that didn't need to exist. It. Yeah, yeah. this is getting an end. What the kid, if he's like, say he never in his life invented the bowler hat, he wasn't able to go into the past. You keep saying he wasn't able, this the time machines were invented already. Uh, yeah, well, anyway, so he could have, yeah, Wilbur could have gone to the past anyway, just to say hi to his dad as a kid and boss him around. We don't know, he <laughs> didn't go into the past, and the same thing would have happened. Mom would have knocked on the door, dropped the baby. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Nothing that happened in this movie matters. Yeah. <laughs> because he didn't. When the, you think the about effect it, of, the effect that I was talking about of him meeting his adoptive parents, that was going to happen anyway. It didn't happen because he went through time. He yeah. just recognized who they were. But they adopted him. Um, they adopted him the first time anyway. So now they're adopting him again, even though. Whatever. Yeah. All it's the so other confusing. things. Happen. When you think about it, we were literally just saying everything had to happen for him to go back in time there. But if he didn't go back in time, then none that needed to have to happen. Yeah, if he didn't all. go back in time, then uh, it doesn't matter. Assuming that his mom knocked on the door again. Yes. The only way that this is altered is if there's a horrible past where she didn't get scared by a noise behind her, didn't knock on the door, and the baby died. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doubting she would do that. I still really wonder. Well, she did it. She still did it, even though she got freaked out. She still left her baby on the doorstep yeah, like, in the middle of the night. There's enough knocking. time to say, knock on the door. That's my point. Wait a second. So, say he knows, doesn't go back to the past and say there was just a rat that scuttered across the yeah. water and she dropped the baby. Her. That would have changed the whole story. The whole thing. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, they got a lot wrong, and even what they got right, they got wrong because they broke their <laughs> rules. So, um, on a scale of one to ten, what do we think about Meet the Robinsons handling time travel? Ethan. Handling two. Ethan gives them a two. Trip gives them a goose egg of zero. Corbin <laughs> says a one. Handling time travel was horrible. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, really I'm gonna give them a two. Meet the Robinsons overall is a movie. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. It's it's a Ethan good says movie. thumbs down. The rest of us say thumbs up. You didn't even like it, just like for like, comedy. Oh wait, no, and... comedy was fun. No, that's what I mean. Like as I'm a movie, like, yeah. as a movie. Oh, as a movie, then, like, yeah. As a movie, it's awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pushed over man. 
horrible. Uh, I mean, the bowler hat guy is my favorite character. He's yeah, just he's so, so funny. And my so second favorite dumb. character, second favorite character is guess who? Guess who? Guess who? Mike. You're never gonna guess. You're never gonna guess. Wait, Michael. T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> oh. the big head. <laughs> little arms. Not sure. I'm not sure how well this plan was thought no. out. It was like, Master. <laughs> mine was, mine was, my second favorite was the frog. Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, the Frank Sinatra. Frog. Yeah. He's like, big oh, yeah, he people. Does the same thing. He was like, big people. Master. Tiny arms. Master. <laughs> was such I'm an just not sure how and well he... this plan was thought through. <laughs> Master. Man, like, his, I love his voice. <laughs> and if you're like, still confused with the characters, main character Lewis, the little baby, he grows up to be a really smart genius, and he has a son. His name is Wilbur, and then his roommate when he was little, his name was Goob. Uh, Michael, 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 Michael. Yagubian. Anyway, his <clears throat> his roommate grows up to be an evil person, and then uh, his that helper hat, that helper hat, the Fuller hat thing. It was called Doris. Door, Door, Door fifteen. D O R dash one five. But Goob Doris. Him Doris. Uh, did then, you just catch that? No, that's look, why he calls him Doris. One five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, okay. he thinks the one five is an I S. But so I, but we never saw Doris. Anyways. All right. So good movie overall. Um, we like the movie. It's. Uh, I think this is the third time we watched it as a family. My yeah. favorite part of watching this movie sure, this time was that he still didn't remember uh, when when it was like. That's his wife. Like, <laughs> Ethan fell on the floor. And yes. I was like, <laughs> "No, you you said no. You were thinking at the time. Come on, that's, okay, you were thinking at the time. Those were the frogs in the future. I mean, I was thinking that's his wife. That's his wife. Yeah. As soon as like Bullerhead man got up next to Goob, I was like, "Oh, I remember this part." Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, "Don't touch him. You're gonna create a paradox." Yeah, I'm Dad like, was like, <laughs> they don't know this. But they didn't know what it meant anyway. So. Yeah. All right. So, and then there was Carl the robot. Lewis invented him in the future. Oh yeah, the robot was great. Oh yeah, yeah that actually got stabbed through the yeah. freaking heart. That was sad. And then Lewis met his wife at nine or wait, twelve wait. or something. But he was still wait, back. Wait, wait, wait. I'm scared. We never saw him come back. No, he came back. Oh yeah, yeah. Right in the end. Oh, he, when like, the T-Rex the was there, exploded through his. And then we saw him come back. Like, Did he? Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that robot that never happened. All right, guys, that's uh, that's gonna do it for us today. A yeah. um, little bit different episode than normal, um, but we hope you enjoyed it. We will be back um, shortly. Hey, here's the thing: if you're watching this uh, live on YouTube, um, this it's is nice. episode 14. But in your podcast feed, you only see episode seven. That's because yeah. we ran into some technical difficulties. Our SoundCloud account got all messed up. And so we, did, we couldn't upload for about a month and a half. And so um, those are now uploading. Um, we're not, we were trying to release on a weekly schedule. We're not going to do that. We're just going to keep on uploading and yeah. fill that feed because we're on episode 14. We are dying to start series two. I've been I chomping know. at the bit. To start series two, but I said, no, you know what? Let's not start. do it until everything's released so that we can get on a live weekly schedule where we record yeah, and we yeah. release the next day. We're also going to try out some new things. This is new. Um, yeah. We may or may not do this YouTube live stuff, but right now we didn't need to incorporate a bunch of other stuff that we're going to do. So we had a buddy over for a special yeah. guest. Um, and so we just decided to do that. Yeah. Let's um, go ahead. So uh, let's let's wrap up there, guys. You can email us at noobsandthehoovian.com. Uh, at gmail.com. Uh, you can check out our uh, website. It's wordpress.noobsandthehoovian.com. Um, and we have Facebook at slash noobsandthehoovian. We have Twitter. And we're just at noobsandthehoovian. Because 
and the won't fit. So we're noobs Whovian. Um, so hit us up on Facebook, give her a page a like, go check us out on your favorite podcasting app and subscribe. We are everywhere. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google play. We're on, uh, we're not on Spotify because they are snobs. Um, but, uh, they're application only, uh, we are on TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, whatever, whatever podcast you can uh, feed, you can think of, we're on it we're and you can do just an RSS feed. Um, yeah, we're not on Spotify. Instagram is not a podcasting uh, platform. True. Thank you. Um, but and we're not on Instagram because yeah. who cares? So check us out on uh, check us out on all those different platforms. If you have um, something you want to uh, mention on the show, even if it's on an on an older episode that's you know in our past but your future, um, go ahead and email yeah. in. And uh, if we get a bunch of email about previous episodes in our past. Uh, maybe we'll we'll do those. Uh, we said we were going to do a ketchup episode, mustard um, episode, a mustard episode, <laughs> and um, and address some of those questions. Uh, we have a segment that we like to do called theories and uh, noob theories. Um, so if you got theories, especially if you're a noob uh, about where things are going, let us know. Now we're we're in a we're in a break, so you know it's hard to have theories about uh, David Tennant's Doctor Number Ten. But if you've got some. Uh, go for it. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, let us know what you think of the show. If you're listening to us um, via iTunes, which I somehow didn't mention in my list, that is like the single largest yeah. podcasting platform, and I didn't say we're on iTunes. We're on iTunes. If you're there, um, rate us. Uh, give us a nice little five-star rating. Leave us a review of what you thought of the show, and uh, share us with your friends, okay? Go find us on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever and grab our link and just put it out there. I shared one uh, the other day. And a buddy of mine said, hey, this is a great show, and subscribe to it. So, Brian, I hope you're listening again. And um, I hope your brother Ron uh, got in board, got on board, too, because I tagged him yeah, in that Facebook, got too. In got inboarded, onboarded. <laughs> um, at any rate, um, I think that's all we have. So, yeah. we're going to wrap up. Again, we're uh, coming to you live from Master Closet Studios. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. And these are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And we're the news. And this is our friend, Ethan. And the extreme news. Extreme news. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Come on, let's go. Come on.